Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation, Mr. Bick. Big trust, woo-woo. Chris Bizignano. Hey, buddy. Three, six, and one. Three, and seven. Three, and seven. Three, and seven. Thanksgiving meaningful football, baby. Right? Who would have thought, right? A three, and seven. No clue. I had no idea that would be the case. here we are. Yep. It's going to be a meaningful December, too, you know? Yeah, tomorrow, you know, somebody will have four wins after tomorrow. Obviously, Washington is playing Dallas. Yeah. So they'll be in a, I guess, the driver's seat, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the driver's seat. Yeah. That's they'll right. have more wins than the Eagles. Yeah. Right. And us at the moment. Yeah. Hopefully, the Giants take care of business Sunday. We'll get into that. And they'll come away with four wins, too. And there's no reason why they shouldn't. Right. I have to be honest with you, but we'll get into it in a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, not that you can trust any team in this division or any team in this league for that matter, but you, you have to feel like the loser tomorrow. Has to be looking at Giants Bengals with a backup quarterback or, or really a, a third string quarterback now, really, um, yeah. and saying, "Well, Giants have a good chance to win that one." And then Monday night, uh, the you know, there's, there's a, a very good chance Russell Wilson comes through for us based on how the Eagles have looked. And you just think, you know, the, the winner tomorrow is almost like you, you almost have to win to keep up now. It's I mean, it's it's six games left, so I guess I'm stating the obvious, but there's a feel to it now. It's like, oh wow, the loser tomorrow is going to be going to feel like you're a little bit behind the eight ball, I would think. Yeah, I, I have to be honest with you. I'm a little concerned about Dallas now. So am I. Um, I did not think they were going to win that game last week. No. They did. Yeah. Uh, Dalton did enough, and Ezekiel got going. Yeah. And they're still the most talented team in the division. Now, they got some injuries, and they, their defense isn't good, and I think their coaching, Mike Nolan's horrific. But right. I, I just I, – I did not expect that. The Vikings were on a roll. You know, um, they won three in a row, I believe, going into that game. I thought they were going to whip up on Dallas the way Dallas looked going in, you know, yep. the way they've been playing. And then they turn around and win in Minnesota. And I looked at that with Danny Dalton healthy now. I said, oh, oh yeah, you know. Right now. I said, oh, these guys could get in here now because, you know, listen, you know, Dalton went to the playoffs, what, five years in a row, you know? Yep. Or was it six, maybe? I might even be wrong with that. But, five, but I know it's five with the Bengals. He's not <laughs> – you know, Dalton's a guy who, who who's a good, you know, he, he could probably start for a few teams in this league yeah. still. Yeah. And he's a playoff experienced quarterback. He's done it, man. It's not like it's just, you know, like I said, it wasn't some tomato coming off the bench here and saying, okay, the Cowboys have no chance now. You know, of course, he, you know, at times he didn't play well. He had the concussion and all that. He had the COVID. Right. But here he is against the Vikings the other day. And I was like, you know what? And the, and the offensive line looked a little solidified. They got Ezekiel Elliott, like like we just said. They got him going. Their receivers are really good, as we know. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, man. When I saw that, Jerry, I was like, oh, these guys are right there now. You know? You know, early on, our initial reaction to them getting Dalton was, ah, that's that's bad. Because we felt like they don't lose much with, with Dak going down and now he, the way he played. And, and – Look, if they win tomorrow, right? I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but if they win tomorrow, you know, the remaining games are the Ravens, the Bengals, the Niners, the Eagles, and Giants. Like, if they win tomorrow, I see them getting four wins, Chris. I, I really, I think, I think they win three of those last five. And anything can happen, but you know, it, it gets some momentum 
like we said, they're the most talented team in the division by a mile, I think. Yeah, they're the most talented team. No question, man. Um, and they receive his, I mean, we all know how deep they are. And, you know, and they have Ezekiel and they had a lot of offensive line problems. But now they got, you know, they got Zach Martin playing right tackle. Connor Williams is, they seem to have settled down a little bit. Yeah. Dalton seems to have settled down, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's not a good, you know, Mike McCarthy comes in last week. He comes in with a, a sledgehammer. He's smashing watermelons before the game. The team seemed to have responded to it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I was concerned, Jerry. I looked at that. I said, uh-oh, you know? Yeah. These guys could get out of here winning this division. So we'll see. Look, look, we'll see tomorrow. They're playing the Redskins. Oh. A Washington team. We're going to do that for, Um, I think we're going to do that for another year still. Yeah, Yeah. probably. Well, they're playing a Washington team tomorrow that's coming off a win. Um, And Alex Smith's settling down, you know, they got a veteran there. And we'll see uh, who wins this, you know, if Dallas wins tomorrow, they might be going a little bit here. Might get, maybe get on a little bit of a roll, you know, as far as winning the division, you know, as far as being right there. Um, So we can only hope the Giants match them. Sunday, you yeah. know, and match them down the line, and hopefully that last game <laughs> might mean it all, right? It might mean yeah, and, all. and you sign up for that today if that's the case, right? Like that's it. If oh, we yeah. if, if 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 it gets to that, and we have to beat Dallas, awesome, let's do it. But uh, just real quick, so I read Dallas, the Eagles, final six, uh, Seattle, the Packers, the Saints, the Cardinals, the Cowboys, Washington. Probably that's a hard one. That's a hard. Wow. And they, they could go two and. Four, one, and five out of those, yep. especially the way they're playing. Washington has the Cowboys, of course, the Steelers, the Niners, Seattle, Panthers, Eagles. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have Cincinnati, the Seahawks, the Cards, the Browns, Ravens, Cowboys. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, hey, listen, it's going to come down to the last few games. No question, right? Yeah. Um, I still think we'll it's going to be seven and nine, bud. We'll see. We'll see. I hope I'm right. I, I, I still say it, but we'll see. And you look at this Eagle team, Jerry. I mean, you you see what's going on with them. Would it surprise you if they only win four games this year? No. Maybe if they get one more? No, not the way. uh, I mean, this team is just not the same right now, man. They're really not. Wentz is just like you put on Twitter the other day. Wentz is just a turnover machine right now. He really is. He really is. And and he's missing. I mean, you look at guy. I mean, this first read's wide open. He's not seen it. He's going. I don't know what he's doing out there. I really don't. I was picking up my daughter from something during that safety. And that uh, the Eagle radio crew was going nuts. I mean, how do you hold on to the ball for so long? I mean, Chris, they are killing him in Philly right now. They, it's he's so far removed from that 2017 season. Uh, it's yeah. it's astounding. It's, like, it's the same guy. It's like another player. Totally right? different player. Yep. And listen, if he doesn't get it turned around and get and get what you know what's going on down there, I think. Look, Peterson's a damn good coach, but he seems to be out of sync too, man. Well, what's going like he's. To me, why aren't you running the ball more? And then when he doesn't run the ball, yeah, it's two games in a row now. Well, against the Giants, they they had him on, and I listened to it. I wanted to hear what they'd say. He he passed thirty seven and rushed twenty one and averaged six yards a rush or whatever against the Giants. He was gashing the Giants, and he got away from it. So he's doing weird things as a coach now. Yeah, he just see he's just not in sync either. You know, uh, and every week he's got to defend Wentz. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, there was a lot of people in the Philly media was like, they kind of want to see Jalen Hurts now, you know? Yeah, yeah. So every week, every every presser he has, he's got to talk about basically, you know, oh, oh, no, Wentz is our guy. Wentz is our, you know? Yeah. And a lot of people feel, 
Wentz isn't that guy right now. They should sit him down the way he's playing. Right. So. I, I don't want to stay in the Eagles too long because, uh, you know, but it's, it's worth talking about. Like, you drafted a quarterback in the second round. So either that is a vanity pick where you're like, well, we can do that because we're the Eagles and we'll train him and then we'll trade him and get, or you think he could be the guy. And the other two things related to that is I, I still say, I don't understand why they split Wentz wide when Hertz comes in. I think you're, you're eliminating a position because Wentz isn't, isn't like McNabb who can run out and catch a pass. It's just whatever. And I look, man, I'm not a quarterback whisperer, but if you, if you slow down Carson Wentz's release, it's amazing that no one's corrected it yet. And it, it's not like Philip Rivers throwing sidearm. I mean, he does this weird thing with his elbow sticking up in the air and ball down before he throws. And he, he's just, I don't know if that's something that's happened more recently, but I, you know, look, I'm, I'm a little obsessed with how the Eagles are not doing well. And I'm, 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 <laughs> I watch a lot on them. And that's something that's, um, I'm just surprised his, this herky-jerky motion of his hasn't been corrected. But hey, it is what it is. It's, it's their problem, I guess, but. Yeah, well, you know, why we covered it is because they all, you know, right. competition for the Giants for right. this division. Yep. You know? So yeah. so that's like we just covered Dallas a little bit. So, well, you know, look, the big story of the week, you know, the Giants wanted to buy. Obviously, the big story of the week was Marco, Mark Colombo. Yeah. All right. And a lot of, as usual, in the Twitter world, a lot of stupid stories got out. There was fist fights, this and that, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I guess we get into a judge did not like the progress of Andrew Thomas. Right. Okay. That was the main thing about this whole thing. He was a fourth overall pick. Mm -hmm. And he did not look like the same kid that played at Georgia. Right. And he wasn't happy, George, at all. And he was kind of making it known to Colombo he wasn't happy. Okay. So what happened during a practice about, which now is about a month ago, he was showing, he jumped in, on gates on a technique and judge wanted something done. And Colombo basically said, Hey, you know, relax. I got it. And Colombo's a very arrogant guy. Now okay? real quick, not to interrupt you, but is that, is that before the Tampa Bay game? Do you know? Well, yeah. Yeah. Cause that's when they started looking good. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. So Mark Colombo's a very, very aggressive guy. Yeah. And he has a reputation for being a little haughty. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he basically told judge, I got this, you know, don't be jumping in on my position group. Sure. And Judge had a few choice words back with him, mm-hmm. and they went at it a little bit in front of the team. They had a shouting match out of practice. Yeah. Okay? From that moment on, Judge wanted to go in another direction, and he kind of made it known to Colombo that, okay, you're here, but guess what? You're really not here. Yeah. You can coach, but I'm going to be jumping in, and I might bring in somebody else too because you're not getting a job done. So Colombo was coaching for like three weeks, but Judge kind of really didn't acknowledge him coaching that much. Right. Trust me on this. I, I do. I think everybody okay. should. Yeah. All right. So Judge reached out to his old coaching partner there up in New England, Dave DiGuglielmo. Yeah. And he asked him, he sent film to him and wanted his opinion on what was going on. Dave flew in, stayed in the area for like a week and a half, and was like a consultant. That's awesome. Okay? <laughs> so what happened was that that Monday when it happened, the Guglielmo was going through the COVID because he was going to make him an assistant coach slash like consultant on the offensive line. Yep. He was going through the COVID protocols. It was 
a done deal. And then Judge hit Colombo, I think it was that Tuesday, what what the plan was telling him just to the offensive line coach, but you're going to have an assistant and we're going to be consult you're going to be consulted by Dave de Guglielmo. Yeah. I will call him Googs. That makes it easier. Right? Much easier. I, I butcher his name worse. Sorry. Right, like what everybody else calls him Googs. So right. Colombo, upon hearing that, did not take that too well. Right. Said some choice words to his boss, Joe Judge. Mm-hmm. There was no fist thrown. There was no punches, nothing like that. That was out there. That was not true. Yeah. But he did have some very ugly choice words for Judge. And you have to remember something, Jerry. Judge is the boss. Yep. Right? Yeah. And you call your boss yeah. certain names, it's <laughs> probably not going to work out. Yeah, right. So after that happened, Judge told him, just get out of the building. You're, you're gone. And that's what happened. Um, so it happens, Jerry. It's not the first time a coach has been fired in the middle of the season. You right. know? Right. Uh, he went another way. Judge basically took over the offensive line right before the – what was the last two games, Jerry? The uh, Wash, um, Washington, Washington and, and Eagles. And, 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 and Tampa was before that, which that's why I asked, right. because Tampa was the first game where they kind of came together and you thought, right. that line looks pretty good. From what I understand, Judge kind of took over the role before the Washington game, jumped in there, did a lot of things with technique-wise. Yeah. And the last two games, the Tampa game, they looked pretty good too, right? And then yes. the last two games, they looked much better. Yes. And that's what happened. So they moved on. Uh, you know, Judge talked about it in the Zoom the other day. You know, just, you know, these things happen, and I'm going to do what I feel is best for the team. And judges made that known from the very first day. I will do what I have to do what's best for the team. Right. All right? And that's that's the Belichick model, you know? I don't care who's feeling. Look, when they won the Super Bowl against Seattle when you're New England, oh, I'm sorry, the, the Atlanta year, he traded Jamie Collins two months into the season. Right. Belichick. Yep. And people, the players and coaches were like, kind of like stunned. Yeah. And Belichick gave, <laughs> you go back at the press and Belichick says this. Sound familiar, Giant fans? I'm going to do what's best for the team. Right. Yep. I mean, that's what Judge believes in. And, and that's what he that's what he felt. And he, and that was his answers to us on Zoom. He's not going to get into it too much, but he, he did what he, you know, what he felt was best for the team. And that's where we're at, man. And that's the way it's going to be, dude. couple things. First, I just want to comment on, on what you said the there were a lot of rumors going around and just know guys especially and and i'm speaking for chris we're not just going to put stuff out just to put it out got to make sure the story's right and kudos to you chris for not putting anything out early about a fist fight and you know somebody's like wait did a fist fight happen it's like get the story first because a lot of rumors are going around so nice job nice job by you second I mean, if you're a Giants fan, like, I, I, I get on here every week or twice a week and kiss Joe Judge's ass, fine. How happy are we all that this guy's running things? Like, he's involved in everything, right? You know, he sees something wrong with the offensive line. He goes over and corrects it. Like, I, last time we had a coach like that, guys, I'm sorry. It was like Parcells. Not even Coughlin. It's Parcells. And it's just so refreshing, right? The we were all complaining about the offensive line and how they looked and Andrew Thomas, is he Eric flowers? Is he a bust? Why is Nick Gates going to center? Like we, we couldn't do better than this goes over and he fixes it. And, and to the point where they look like a cohesive unit and they're running for over a hundred yards now without that gift from Daniel Jones, where he runs for 80 or 47. So listen, man, I, I say it every week. We say it every week, Joe judge. Good, good, great job, buddy. And thank God you're here. So. Well, yeah, he's shown he will, 
make changes instantly. Yeah. Either play a personnel or, as we just found out, coaches. Yep. And he will do what he feels is best for the team, man. And yeah. he has no problem doing it. Yeah. You know? I was going to ask you another now, thing. What are your thoughts on Googs? Well, listen, the problem with Googs is that he's very, very abrasive guy. Yeah. He's very loud. He turns people the wrong way, including players. I yeah. mean, there's a reason why he gets fired time and time again. Right. You know? His, yeah, um, his, uh, by the way, his, his uh, resume looks schizophrenic with all the teams he's been with, so go ahead. Yeah, I mean, his act wears very thin, very yeah. quick. Yeah. You know, um, he's had some incidents in the past with players. He even had an incident when he was with the Jets with somebody on a meet in the media. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, you, you look at Brett Belima, and, and I was at training camp every day, and Brett Belima was out there yelling at guys, man. I mean, he, you know, yeah. this is what Judge wants, you know? Yeah. yeah. Now, obviously, if Googs gets crazy again and whatever, you know, if something comes back that you can't handle him, I guess <laughs> down the road, he'll have to move on from him. But right. he's a good teacher, Jerry. He's right. a good technique teacher. That's his reputation, man. Yeah. The problem with Googs is that, from what I understand, a couple of people told me is that he just – he just it's just nonstop in your face and he's gonna let you know how you feel and he's screaming you know sometimes you gotta like hit the brakes a little bit and he's the type sure. of guy that doesn't hit the brakes right you know yep. now let's see if judge tells him all right we're gonna hit the brakes here we'll see yeah you know but what are you here for dude you're here for a guy to teach these guys and improve the unit right yep and he's got a reputation for doing that man yeah. even when the jets got rid of him okay the one year he was with the Jets, they were like the third-ranked offensive line. Yeah. When he when, but they decided to go in another direction because there was so much stuff behind the scenes with him. He just he's a very difficult. Now the time here with the Giants, some people said uh, he wasn't really a problem, you know. Right. Uh, but he had a very headstrong coach at the time too, right? Right. So now, guess what? He comes back to the Giants and he's got another very headstrong coach. So let's see if that, you know. Kind of like, all right, Googs, relax. We're gonna do this this way. You know, we can't be. You know what I mean? Right. You know, uh, you know, you know. And he's now the he is now the offensive line coach. So yeah. he's gonna meet with us, you know, once a week, <laughs> and it'll be interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, it'll be next week because Thanksgiving messed everything up this week. <clears throat> so uh, Friday we got the coordinators, and then next and then Sunday's the game. So it'll be next week. It'll be interesting. Kind of like his you know, personality towards us in the zoom because he's got a reputation of being a little confrontational with media. You know, <laughs> I, yeah, it's going to be interesting to say, buddy. I mean, it doesn't mean it's going to happen with us. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying that is his rep, you know, but yeah. you know, uh, then again, Jerry, you know, to be fair to him, I don't know the situation he had with the jets at the time. And maybe one guy was really getting under the skin. Maybe one guy was going after him and making, you know, trying to be a wise guy with him and he got fed up with it. I don't know. You yeah. know, I, I don't remember that. I really don't, Jerry. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, but we'll see. But we're here for what, though, dude? What are we here for? We're here for the offensive line to improve. I could give a rat's ass yeah. if he's confrontational, yeah, if he's sure. yelling at guys, if he tell, if he's a little, a little like, you know, standoffish to the media. Okay, I get it, but. The goal's what, Jerry? For the offensive line to be much better. Yeah, I was going to say, the goal's winning, right? I mean, yeah, uh, you don't have to play patty cake with everybody. You've got you to win. Um, I, I can't imagine Parcells was fun to cover in, in the 80s, right? I mean, he was pretty cantankerous at times. I know he was funny, uh, but, you know, you, you got to – the name of the game is to win and to get and, – and 
before that, it's to get better. And, and hopefully he does that. I mean, from the, he's with the Giants from 04 to 08. He was the assistant offensive line coach. And then pretty much every team he went to after that was for one year. A Patriots, I think, maybe two. <laughs> but, I mean, you look at his resume, it's, it's funny. It's like, wow, this guy has been with a lot of teams, um, primarily offensive line coach, some assistant line coach. But see how it goes, man. It's already the line's well, looking better, so. I mean, he looks like a wild man. You ever yes, see him? yes, he does. Yeah, he looks like a Hell's Angels guy. You yes, know what I mean? he looks like he's out of his mind. Yes, <laughs> he yeah. looks like he's out of his mind. And yeah. uh, that's usually offensive line. Look, Colombo was very fiery. Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of offensive line guys are. You know, yeah. um, so look, we'll see how it works out. We'll see if the offensive line continues to improve. Uh, Judge, look, Judge is very professional with us. We meet him like four times a week, and he's always real professional with us. You yeah. know, so. Offensive line coach, we really care. I mean, you know, <laughs> it'll be interesting down the line if somebody asks him a stupid question, if he kind of gives the guy, uh, what are you talking about? You know, we'll see. But, uh, right. but hopefully he teaches it him up. And that's what he's known for, Jerry. Good stuff. Um, all right, buddy. Uh, a game on the horizon that for, I think for the first time in a long time, um, I think it's our biggest point spread uh, since the 2016 Browns. Not that I'm a gambler, but if I was, I'd be going to my bookie. I think it's a five and a half point spread right now. And, and, and for the first time, and I, Chris, I don't know how long that maybe it's since then, but you feel going into a weekend like, man, we really should win this game this weekend. And you put a couple of tweets out already that they're going to have some opportunities to go down the field. And the X-Men, God willing, will be back uh, in some capacity and uh, maybe take Crowder as well. Yeah. And you know what? Now, this is going to be the first game. That Joe Judge is going to be expected to win. Yeah, that's a good point. The great tweet by you. Yes, absolutely. Should have brought that up. Yes. So it's a little bit interesting now, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the first time now. We'll see how this team responds where everybody, I mean, everybody. Look, even if Burrow played, they would be expected to win. I agree. Yep. So now it's down to Brandon Allen, Hmm. you know, um, and everybody is going to be looking at this team and Judge saying, okay, you got to win this game. You yeah. know, I mean, some people want convincing wins. I mean, right. but we don't worry about that, you know. But, right. but, so we'll see how this team reacts because Jerry, we've known over the years that giant teams that were expected to win against backup quarterbacks didn't. <laughs> no, Remember? I know. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it's a you know, Achilles heel of us. Yeah. Judge was asked about that today, and he talked about Brandon Allen and Ryan Finley like they were Dan Marino. You know. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Which is a Belichick type move too. Every time Belichick faced a, a backup, whatever, and hit, Belichick would praise the guy. You would think the guy he was playing like uh, you know Joe Namath. You yeah, know? right. Um, that's so that's all Bill too. So which is nothing wrong. I'm just saying yeah. you know that's the approach you do have to take. You yeah. have to take. You have to take it like, hey, this guy's gonna beat us. Right. You you, you, pull, you, you take it seriously. And you don't give them any bulletin board material. Right. That's how you approach it. That's what a professional and, does. And you prepare your players yep. like you are playing. Boomer Esiason in the Bengals this week. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, That's the mentality you have to get him in. Right. Like, we don't give a crap to Brandon Allen. This guy could beat us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's the right approach, Jerry. And it's going to be interesting because, like I just said, this is the first week now. The Giants, like you just said, they're five and a half point favorites. And and everybody's expecting them to win this game. Let's see how they respond. Yeah. You know, not to always go back to Parcells, but... Even under Coughlin, there were games you thought they'd win, and you know, they did okay. Or they, you know, they, they was a closer game. But we'll see how they come out. We'll see what happens. And, and you know, th- th- this team's not good enough to have a disappointing week. They're just not. Like they, they better take this seriously, and I think they will. So we'll see how it goes. Um, 
Yeah, Jerry, they're not, you know, the Giants are not talented enough to go by all. Right. Oh, let's just show up. What, right. Are you kidding me? Right. You know? Exactly. <clears throat> but you said um, they're, they're going to have some, be able to take some shots down the field. The, uh, yeah. the Bengals are aggressive with little talent. And we joked before we came on, <laughs> I said, they, you know, they play the way Patrick Graham wants to play, but can't play because of cornerback number two, right? I mean. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. Right. You know, uh, watching them, you know, watching them on film. Yeah. And Judge talked about it today. You know, they're basically a man pressed cover one team. Yeah. And they challenge you, man. And Lou Anarumo, who was out, you know, defensive back coach last year, you know, um, under Sherma. He's very aggressive, man. Now, he's a he's aggressive as far as man. He basically is gonna rush four guys. Right. You know? And he's gonna play your man and he's gonna play Jesse Bates up high, you know, cover one. And the Giants are gonna have chances. It's gonna be the a lot of it, this is gonna depend on whether or not Slayton beats a William Jackson, you know. A Shep beats his man, and you know, and all that. And there's gonna be opportunities for Evan Ingram and you know, and you could run the ball on these guys a little bit. Uh, they basically play a four-two-five, and Von Bell is like a hybrid linebacker. He's just up in the box, you know. Yeah, right. And there'll be opportunities, man. Uh, and we'll see, Joe. I, I fully expect Slayton on a couple of verticals take some shots with him. Yeah. Even Shep, you know, um, opportunities will be there. Now, whether or not they execute, we'll see. You know, they only—they're not a big sack team, you know, and they give up a ton of sacks. Yeah. The offensive line is not good. Yeah. You know, um, uh, although Jonah Williams, the number one pick from a year ago, is coming out. He's playing better now. But, you know, LaShawn Sims, the other corner, and uh, these guys are just not playing. You know, William Jackson's playing pretty decent, but the other corners are not. You know, Mackenzie Alexander's not bad. He's like, a, he's the nickel guy. And, uh, but the chance is going to be there, Jerry. I, I could see this game. What's the. Off the top of your head, Jay, what's the most we've scored in a game this year? Is it 25, the Tampa game? Oh. Well, anyway. I, my short, my short-term memory is shot. It's so funny, man. Long-term. I have to think about it real quick. Go ahead. Sorry. All right, so I know big deal. I think it's 25. I think that's the most we've scored in a game this year. Anyway, the point being, Jerry, is that, you know, you could, you, you could, see, a, you could see him putting up maybe a 28 spot this week. Right. You know? um, and obviously – the Giants' defense, which coming off a, a pretty good game against the Eagles, um, going against, a, you know, like you said, a third-string guy, no Joe Mixon, but, but two, actually three. You know, A.J. Green actually had a touchdown last week, but T. Higgins, hmm. Tyler Boyd, and A.J. Green could do some damage to you. Yeah, you know? yeah. Even with the Brandon Allen back there. So that's going to be Graham's biggest concern is going to be those three guys, you know, because T. Higgins is playing well and Boyd's having an excellent year. Yeah. And Giovanni Bernard out of the backfield, you know, uh, receiving-wise, you know. So, yeah. um, look, Jerry, it's a game that the way we're playing, the way the Bengals are playing, you know, um, they should win this game. Um, but they're going to have to go out and execute. You know, there's going to be a lot of opportunities to do things, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, 27 against the Eagles, just for reference, and 30. Oh, okay, let's. Well, 30 and 34 against. I know this. I mean, a short-term memory. And 34 against the Cowboys. Uh, one of them was a, a defensive oh touchdown. Oh yeah. yeah. So. What my short-term memory shot too. It's terrible. <laughs> like, if you ask me, like, where did Terry Kennard go? Oh, Clemson, 1983. You know, but like, <laughs> last week, it's like I, I don't know. So. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. So 34. That's right. I forgot about the Cowboys and the Eagles. Oh my God, that was only two weeks ago. Okay, right. So right. anyway, okay. <laughs> the point being, they could get in that range again. They should get in that range. I should right. say they should get in that range again. 
Yeah, again, I, I, I don't want to be overconfident, but I feel good about going in this weekend and, and um, taking care of business, uh, the, especially with Burrow out. And this is a uh, not a good team. They were, you know, the record wasn't too good before Burrow got hurt, and now they are at a severe disadvantage. But, hey, um, we don't make those rules. So go in there, take care of business, and then move on to Seattle the, the following week. So. Um, now they went. Now they went. <laughs> they went with their rookie sixth round pick last week at right tackle. So I'm not quite sure you're going to see your old friend Bobby Hart. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, hope, hope we do. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. They, he did play like 12 snaps this week, Hart, but they went with the the kid in, in danger. So we'll see what happens. What Zach Taylor wants to do this week. So nice. I wouldn't mind seeing Hart out there, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think all Giant fans would, would say the same thing. I'd love to see Bobby Hart out there. So if you're listening, um, get Bobby Hart in the game. Make sure he starts. All game. No, no breaks. Um, and real quick, guys, a word from our sponsor. Between the NFL and college football, there's no shortage of games to watch. And with thousands of lines available on all your favorite sports and events, you could turn your game day into payday, baby, with my bookie. If you're the type of guy who likes to back the big favorites, consider putting a couple in a parlay for a much bigger payout. Not only do parlays make meaningless games exciting, but more importantly, they give you a chance to turn ordinary bets into a real moneymaker. And don't forget the underdogs. They have a ton of value. The thing about the NFL is that underdogs are never really dogs on Sunday. Every team has a chance to win. Well, except for the New York Jets. And you do too. Game spreads, championship futures, and player prop bets it's never too late to get in on the action and start turning your sports knowledge into actual cash in your wallet. Sign up at MyBookie, and when you do, use our promo code, G-I-A-N-T, to claim a deposit match, dollar for dollar, all the way up to 1000 bucks. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start on your winning season. That's promo code G-I-A-N-T for you to claim your bonus when you make your deposit. Even stacked UFC cards, you can bet on those as well. All the major sports and more. Sign up today to begin your winning season exclusively at MyBookie. Again, guys, promo code G-I-A-N-T. And we are back. Uh, before we get to our picks, anything else you want to cover with uh, the Bengal game or anything else that happened this week? I'm trying to think. I think we, the Columbo was the big story. We talked about a few things before, but. Yeah. Look for Lenny Williams, Dalvin Thompson, and Dex to have real good games. Yeah against this interior line for yeah. the Bengals this week, too. Um, so, hey, let's see. You know what? We, there's no media tomorrow because of Thanksgiving, and we're not going to talk to Judge. We already talked to him this morning, and then, they, and then they practice. But Friday, we'll know if McKinney will be playing, But Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, I want to hear Looking forward to that. You know, it yeah. looks like X-Man for sure is going to be going. The first you know? X-Man, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then X-Man 2 or X-McKinney, we'll call him. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, there's a good chance that you know, he, he will be playing Sunday. It looks like Tate Crowder will be good to go, too. So, but obviously, McKinney's the guy you want to see. Hey, you know, like, in comes the cavalry, too, right? Like, I, this is, you feel so good about this team right now. You know, I, I mean, I, you know, Shane Zimenez hasn't done much, but it's another, it's another body. It's another guy with potential on the edge. Uh, God willing, McKinney can play. We can finally see what Chris has been talking about in preseason, um, or, pr- or practices, rather. And, um, yeah, it's just... Uh, and, and Crowder, we all saw Crowder play, how well he played. So, yeah, the Giants are, they had their body, they got a few guys with COVID. It seems like they're, they're getting over it, and um, hopefully Graham Gano can go. And now you got three more guys coming, coming off the injured list that can play. So, 
I don't want to say Chris, but Giants are in a good spot right now. So we'll well, things are looking up, right? Yeah, I know. It's fun. And you get some re- as as things are looking up, you're getting some reinforcements too. Yeah, you yeah. know. Hey fun, Jerry, just before we time. leave the Cincinnati, um, yeah. speaking of long term memory, um, all right, give it to me. You ready? Yeah. What year was it, and how many yards does Sims have in that 500 yard game? 85, and I believe it was 513. Wow. I think. I think you might be right with that. <laughs> I'm, I got you know, guys. I gotta look that up. I'm sorry. Uh, Giants, go ahead, Chris. I think but so, dude. Every time, every four years, it is. You know, when you play Cincinnati, uh, I guess it was eight years ago they played in Cincinnati. You think about that Sims game, right? Oh, he went off. Absolutely I mean, he off. was going yeah. wild. Five thirteen. Yes, nailed it. There you go. There <laughs> I remember what the was. I was um, again. You always remember, like I was ten years old watching that game with my father. And uh, who uh, and he said they were they were going down the field and scored and I remember he said too little too late that was a, one of the several sayings he had watching the Giants every week it was what did they practice all week was one and too little too late guys <laughs> but I specifically remember that game uh, I think yeah thirty five thirty one yep Good yeah they lost yeah yeah that yeah, was the thing it. about it. they lost that game you know yeah too funny uh, but that was a I remember that game it was a sunny day and Sims was just going crazy on that day but they did wind up losing. Um, Matter of fact, that was unbelievable. They actually lost that because they was the '85 team has some. They were pretty good defense, you know. You know they were. I think they were ranked like one until late in the se- later in the season. Like everybody remembers the Bears, and you should. Bears great team, not taking anything away. But the Giants were the number one ranked defense for a while that year. It wasn't like <clears throat> two games. It was like I don't know five, six, seven, eight. It was around there, and then you know the Bears went off and had their ridiculous year. But that that Giant defense was was. Special that year. That Banks was coming into his own his second year, and guys like that. So, yeah. So um, you think about Cincinnati. You definitely think about that game that Sims had. No question about it. Right. Yep. One of the, one of the most incredible uh, incredible quarterback performances by the, by a giant guy. You know, by a giant quarterback in history. Man, incredible. Yep. Speaking of that, buddy, it is uh, it is pick time, and I had three wins last week on you. So wow. I'm down to six. Feels pretty yeah, good. You were right back. Speaking of being right back in it, I, I, you know, I think it was my best week in like two, two plus years doing this with you. Two years doing this with you. All right, I'm gonna have to buckle down now because you're getting close. Got to get. I think he gave me at least four games last week. He gave me an opportunity to to win four. I won three. So no, it was good. <laughs> good stuff, man. It was pretty. I was watching the games and I'm going. I think I got this. I think Chris lost this one. Um, <laughs> and I know you uh, the, the Eagle Giant one was more of a superstition pick for you. You wanted to go Giants. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, said, I can't until counts. they win. Yeah, but but still. Anyway. All right. Tomorrow, well, the Steelers Ravens game was was moved tomorrow and I think to, to Sunday now, but we'll still pick it early. Uh 12:30, Texans at Lions. Two just crap teams, huh? Yeah. What, but, a, what a bad 12:30 game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Lions incredible, right? Just when you think, okay, maybe they'll get some things going here, they get shut out. I mean, yeah. I mean, can they launch Matt Patricia any further from this planet <laughs> come January? I don't Holy think. Crap. Terrible. And even, even you know, for the Lions, even Matthew Stafford, you got to start seeing yourself. Okay, well, what are we doing here with him now? You know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, how do you get shut out against Carolina? But anyway, they did so, which probably means they'll turn around and play really well tomorrow. Um, it's Thanksgiving. I know Houston just beat New England, but I'd say this is a tough one. I'll go, I'll go with the home team in Detroit. Me too. I want to ask you a quick question. You mentioned Matt Stafford. Yeah. Is there such a thing as quarterback hell 
with a guy like Matt Stafford, because I've long contended that it's not just about getting the right guy like an Eli Manning and, and riding him out for his career. But there's also like the, the quarterback. It's one thing to just constantly pick the wrong quarterback and turn it over every three years. The other quarterback hell that no one talks about is that guy who teases you and then can't get over the hump. Like I would argue, I'm sorry, but like Matt Ryan to me is that kind of guy. Uh, Philip Rivers was for a long time. Like he's good, but he's not going to win a championship. Maybe that's unfair because it's the quarterback position. But I don't know. I just always thought that like Matt Stafford to me, I don't build my team around Matt Stafford. That's all. So, yeah. 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 He's, you know, he's flashed over the years at times, but he's just one of, like, you just, you see a game like the other day and say, like, what's going on? You know? <clears throat> yeah. Um, all right. 430. So, huge. Yeah. Game. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Go ahead. What game? No, go ahead. I'm sorry, Jerry. What game? No, I was going to say next game is Washington at Cowboys, but you were talking. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's just like you look at it now for Detroit and if, when a new coach gets in here, it'd be interesting what they do with him. Yeah. Big game at 4.30, buddy. Washington at Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Dallas, man. Yeah, me too. Ugh, pains me. Obviously rooting for Washington, but, but I'm, I'm going to go with Dallas as well. Um, this game was moved, like I said, Ravens at Steelers. And your boy Claypool, this is ridiculous, he tweeted, <laughs> that it was moved. So, <laughs> <laughs> Which means you'll probably get another two touchdowns when yeah. you play him. Yeah. Um, yeah, they got some they got some things going on in Baltimore too. Lamar Jackson is not the same guy as he was last year. Yeah. Um, they've taken away some things from him. I, I like the Steelers. I'm with you. Uh, Steelers at home. Chargers at Bills one o'clock Sunday. Mm. Oh wow, well, that, that that throw from Herbert, man. Oh. Yeah. Holy cow, he's good. Yeah, he's impressive, man. <laughs> he is really impressive. And it's funny you see all these. Everybody says. Who knew Herbert would be this good? And I, I bite my tongue because it's like I'm wrong more than I'm not. But um, that was one guy I loved anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, I'll go. You know what, though? I'm still going to go with Buffalo yeah, me too. Uh, to knock the ball at home. Yep. Same here. Uh, ooh, Dolphins 6-4 and four at Jets 0-10. Oh the Jets' chances of getting a win are running out, obviously. I'm okay, gonna... you ready? Yeah, go ahead. I'm going with the Jets. Are you really? Nice. It's a ballsy I'm... pick. Okay, now the Jets have gotten a little bit better each week. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. They've been in games, which is like quite an accomplishment for the Jets this year, right? Yes. Um, in Miami, I did not like that loss last week. I just, I'm just getting the feeling, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that the Jets are gonna screw up everything, and Flacco's gonna play. Or actually, it might be Sam Donald. They're gonna play. They got their receivers back. Yeah. And Tua gets benched last week. I guess he's going with him again this week. Yeah. Um, remember what I said? This is an audition for Tua. Remember I said that? I agree. Yep. And, and Flores sits him down last week. Mm -hmm. And then supposedly he's back this week. But I'm going to go with the upset. Yeah, I'm going to give you one if you go with Miami. I'm sure you're going to go Miami. But I'm going to go with the Jets in an upset. I mean, only because I'm behind. But yeah, I'm going to go with Miami. But uh, Flacco still throws a good deep ball, huh? I got to give him that. He threw, threw some nice passes last week. And like you said, they're going to screw it up. And, and, and it's amazing that if Jacksonville ends up with the number one pick and Trevor Lawrence goes there, Jet fans will, will, will go nuclear. Because I think if they're both one and 15, Jacksonville gets it. So, Yes, they do. Unreal. Um, one o'clock still. Raiders at Falcons. Good game that was the other night, Sunday night. I tell you what, I wouldn't want to play these Raiders in the playoffs. Probably. I know, they're dangerous. I would not want to play these Raiders. Um, I'm going to go with them on the road in Atlanta. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to be reckless and start just to go different. I, I agree with you. I think you want to go Atlanta. Yeah. Nah. Sounds like it. I, I don't trust them at all. I mean, they're, they're my, they're like Jaguars 2.0 for me. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Uh, four and seven Panthers at four and six Vikings. Man, talk about a team you can't trust. Minnesota, huh? Yeah, what the hell was that last oh, week? Come on, guys. You know what? I'll go with Carolina there. I'm going Minnesota at home. Okay. Uh, your boys, the Cardinals, six and four mm. at New England, four and six. So two weeks yeah. ago, they beat the Ravens. And then last week, they put up a stinker, no? Yep. Unbelievable, right? Yep. So uh, I'm going, okay. I'll go with uh, Arizona. Yeah, me too. Seven and three Browns, who just beat the Philadelphia Eagles uh, at Jaguars. I'll go first, Browns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they just switched quarterbacks again down there in Jacksonville. Yeah, but Cleveland. Yeah, I, I like Cleveland. Too. Jacksonville's going to start looking for guys. That, you know, if there's any t- fans allowed in the stands, hey, can you throw? <laughs> so, right. Uh, seven and three Titans at seven and three Colts. That's a good game. I'll go first. Oh man, Colts look good. Titans look good. Ravens team is so tough, man. That's. Mm. I'm gonna go Titans. Okay, I'm gonna go with Indy. There you go. Nice, getting interesting. 405, 49ers at Rams. I like the Rams in that one. That was a game I got last week. Rams over Seahawks. Yeah. Oh, Rams. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say. I think you got the Rams. Saints <laughs> at Broncos. I'll go Breeze outdoors. Eight and, oh no, not Breeze. I'm sorry. Oh. Hill. Hill. It's your boy Hill. Okay, you ready? Yes. I'm gonna get you back at this. I'm gonna go Denver with the upset. It's actually there. a smart pick. I, I it's a smart. I said Breeze. I smart. As I was saying Hill, I'm like ah no, we'll see. All right. Uh, the nine and one Chiefs at the seven and four Tom Brady. I don't shake hands if I lose <laughs> Buccaneers. Well, I, I tell you what, there's there's some stuff. Uh, that team is way too talented, man. Yeah, um, I know. Uh, Bruce Arians kind of takes a little bit of a hit again at Tom. Um, I, I, Jerry, let me ask you this, yes. right? Yeah. You know Tampa's talent. Tell me what their record would be if Belichick and McDaniel's had that team. At least nine and two. Oh, dude, I'm thinking eleven and all, ten and one. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. At the very least, where they. Can you imagine if Josh McDaniels had those weapons? Yeah, it, it, it would be ugly. Can you imagine if Belichick had those defensive players? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. would lose a game, dude. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I think at, at worst, 9-2. and two. That's And a, here's that's Bruce a good team. Aries again. For the second time this year, kind of taking a little bit of a shot at Brady. Yeah. Like, hey, Bruce, look in the mirror, dude. I know Brady's had some bad throws at times a lot, but dude, yeah. what are you doing here? Yep. You know? Yeah. Wow, that's why I put it on Twitter. Like, yo, Tom, you know, sometimes you got to watch what you wish for, brother. Yeah, that's right. I know Belichick's a pain, and you know what, and you needed a change, and 20 years of listening to his mouth and all that, but guess what? Oh, man, you got a lot of talent down there, and you're on the fringe of not making a playoffs. It's unbelievable. And now going to play the Chiefs. Oh, by the way, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Yeah, me too. I'll go Chiefs as well. And you might be 7-5 now, man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And the Giants should have beat them. I know. They really should have. They really should have. Unreal. The 5-5 five and five Bears at the Green Bay Packers, 8 o'clock Sunday night. Obviously, I'm going to go with the Packers. Yeah. I mean, the, the Bears don't even know who's starting a quarterback, right? Like, they just – it's like a quarterback carousel at this point. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. 
Unless Nick Foles has a green jersey on. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're I, right. I don't, like, I don't like him at all. You're right. At I, all. I know. Unless at he's fact, wearing green. He's, he's a mediocre at best quarterback that had that one one little run with Chip Kelly and the other run there with Peterson. That's it. And and, and what's amazing is people forget that second year when Wentz got hurt. He, if Alshon Jeffrey catches that ball against the Saints, I think they go back to the Super Bowl with Nick Foles yeah, again. I, I hate to say it. You're probably right, fella. <laughs> I mean, it's unreal. Um, so whatever help Peterson does with Falls, he brings out the best of him. But other than that, no. Nope. I mean, he stunk with the Rams, the Chiefs, the Bears. He stinks. It's unreal. All right, and Monday night, Giants fans everywhere, Dallas fans, and Washington fans will be watching this one. Seahawks at Philadelphia. I will take the Russell Wilsons over the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with Seattle too. I, I just don't, th- I don't see with this Eagle team. But Seattle's not playing well either. But I'll go with Russell Wilson over Wentz right now for yeah. sure. Yep, absolutely. All right, buddy. A um, lot of questions today. We'll get to as many as we can. Um, uh, Chris, I was going to ask you something. We talk- you brought up Nick Foles before, and something that doesn't come up a lot. It's the 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 RPO against the zone read, right? And the, the and I always made the argument like. Nick Foles was so good at the RPO, the run-pass option, but he never ran the zone read. Jones runs more of a zone read where he has a chance to either hand off or run himself. It seemed like Jones did more of the RPO under Shermer. Is that, is that just not something that he does with Garrett as much? Is it just more the zone read than the, the run-pass option? Not to put you on the spot, but... Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. You know, that's Garrett's thing. You know, he used to do that with Dak all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that, that's the zone read. That's... Uh... That's his thing. I mean, that that's has been very effective, and that's what Garrett liked. Garrett did it a ton, like we like I just said, yeah. you know, in Dallas. And he after a slow out of the gate, like uh, we're kind of wondering what the hell's going on. Right. And he does it now, you know, and yeah. and he'll be doing it the rest of the year, man. Yeah, and it's amazing. He doesn't. Real quick, I'll get to questions. But Peterson doesn't trust Wentz to do that as he did with Foles. Foles was so much better at it. You know, it's like maybe that's the one thing Foles could do with with Philly. I don't know. But you said unless he's wearing a green jersey. It doesn't work. It didn't work. Doesn't work with him. But I, anyway, whatever. Enough about the Eagles. I just, yes. I, I, I'm taking a lot of delight in their losing. So, sorry. Can you want to say something, Chris? You there? I lose you again? I'm here. Okay, good. I hear you. You there? I'm here. All right, cool. Sorry, yep. I'll fix that. All right, buddy. Um, first question, Kyle X Y. Hey, guys, thanks for the magnet. Oh, yeah, 175 magnets went out, guys. <laughs> Hope you enjoy them. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. What are the chances we see – oh, we, we said this before. I'm sorry. Zimenez, um, McKinney, and Crowder get snaps on Sunday. Z- uh, McKinney, you said, gets uh, the decisions made on Friday, right? Yeah, well, they, you know, Judge can be deciding today for you know, but we're just not going to talk to him to Friday. Yeah. You know? yep. So we'll find out. When uh, we talk to Judge Friday, I, we'll find out. Nice. Um. The Mecca of NYG with a good question. I hope you guys have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Big Blue VCR. Oh, my God. What a, what a great follow. We always say it, but man. Has been showing some of the 94 team, and I couldn't help but see similarities between now and then. Do you think we go on a big winning streak like we did in 94 and win this dreadful division? Hashtag Buffoon Crew. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's going to take four. It may take three. Like we said, Vacchiano put out an article where he played it out where the Giants just need to win three, and he was assuming that the Eagles would beat the Browns. Um, I still say one of those teams, and the Eagles may not win three games, but I still think it's going to be a seven and nine division. So I look, let's win as many as we can and then see where we go from there and, and 
kind of let the chips fall where they may. So, mm. um, well, on to Cincy. Yeah, we're on. There we go. Nice, Chris. We're on to Cincy. There you go. Derek at D wins is the Giants' recent improvement natural progress based on not having an offseason and preseason. So it's coming together now, or are Judge, Garrett, and Graham making great adjustments and coaching their tails off? Uh, both. You know, the, yeah. not having an off-season program hurts, mm-hmm. no question. And now, you know, and that, now you're seeing what Judge, Garrett, and the coaching is doing, and Patrick Graham, you know? Yeah. So it's both. And not having an off-season definitely hurt, no question about it, you know? And they, listen, it takes a while to learn your personnel, man, everything they could do and can't do. Yeah. You know, I'm not making excuses. I'm, I'm just saying that's, that's reality, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I think Garrett took, you know, it took a while for his system, for what he wanted right. and what he, you know, the, what these guys could do, can't do. And you've seen much better play calling out of him, right? The last four games. Yes, we have. I mean, you know, everything judged detail wise, everything he wants. Um, you're starting to see now, you know, to, you know you, the results of, of this. Patrick Graham, right. a lot of different things. You know, even Graham admitted, you know, he's made adjustments. And uh, uh, during the course of the year, some calls maybe he wouldn't have made, um, you know, he made earlier in the year, he wouldn't make now, you know. And it's all part of a learning process. And uh, now you're starting to see the results of that, man. And you know, hopefully it continues the next six games. Yeah. Brian Fitzgerald from the Wall Street Journal who follows us, which is pretty cool. Um, he wants us to go through each game and assess our chances. I, Brian, I'm not going to do that, um, but we'll get into each game <laughs> weekly because it's just it's such a week to week thing, man. Everything can change, injuries and this and that. Yeah, you, know, like, you see the schedule. The Seattle's the tough game. Um, the Ravens are going to be a tough game. You know, then you got what Washington. I'm sorry, you have a, a Dallas. Um, you have some, uh, the Browns. It, it like we we Arizona. know what's we yeah we know what's ahead of us. It, the tough games are those those probably those three the Arizona one as well. So, who who asked that? Brian Fitzgerald. Oh. Plus, plus Brian, I make fun of everybody in the media or on TV that does that. Yeah. They look at a schedule, go win, loss, loss, win. Right. We could win this, lo- we could win. On the Cincy, Brian. There you go. I called him Brian Fitzpatrick. He did not like that because we're not. I'm not a Fitzpatrick. Goes, oh my God, I'm sorry, Brian. Um, wow, Irish guy messed up an Irish. I guy know. <laughs> How good, good am I, right? Giants fan VT. You have to enter a steel cage match <laughs> versus Mark Colombo. What pla- what Giants player, past or present, is your tag team partner? And would you be what would be your finishing move to put him down for the three count? Who would be your partner, Chris? If I had to go against Colombo? Yeah, steel cage match, yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks. Who would right? be my partner? No. No. All right. No, I think of some oh, I don't know. There's some Crazy guys, strong guys. I don't know. I would say, uh, don't, don't laugh. I would Probably say, Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> yeah, I would say like somebody who's not known as much, but was a maniac in the in the locker room, like Chris Mamalonga, right? He was in the '90s team. Supposedly that guy was a uh, strong as hell. Yeah. Right. And and yeah. my finishing move would be the Stone Cold Stunner, of course. Come on, guys. Uh, just Gill. Mine would be the. Mine would be the uh, Superfly off the top rope. Nice. There you go. Old school. Off the top rope. (laughs) Old school. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Just Gill at I Am The Real Girl. Question for Jerry. What's better to finally have a winning streak or beating the Eagles? I mean, beating the Eagles, I just think it's a a mental thing now. So I I think they both go hand in hand, uh, Gill. I I really do. I I don't think we can downplay that win. 
or I'm sorry, I don't think we could talk about that win um, in, in a better light than we do already. I think it's huge for the organization to beat them. I do think there's a psychological thing with it. So I think they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, but that wasn't the question. I, um, I'd rather have a winning streak. I, I, I was going to say, you better check yourself into a local hospital if you gave the other answer. No, I do. I'd rather have a winning streak. I'd rather just win the division. And I know everybody says, yeah, we can go 2-14, and 14, but as long as we beat Dallas twice. And I, no, 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 no. Who else says that? No, there's fans that have said that. I mean, that, that's oh, a God. Yeah, that's, fans have that's, said that. That's crazy, man. Yeah, like, as long as we beat this, I don't care. It's like, guys, come on. I, I want to beat them too, but let's win games and get into the playoffs. And then, you know, you know nobody remembers the losses. So, um, Buffoon Blue for Chris. Is there a mm-hmm. game left in the season where you predict a huge Giants upset win? Yeah. Uh, next week in Seattle. Nice. Hunt for five if the Giants win a third game in a row. Will we finally see a dance? No, you know what, yes. Jerry? Yeah. I'm sorry. The Baltimore game. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. The Giants win a third game in a row. We finally see a dancing video of Jerry to celebrate. Hashtag buffoon crew. Hashtag break out the pen, Chris. Nah, <laughs> we got to make the playoffs. Make the playoffs. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, do the running man and put it out there. And then Chris will be like, what are you putting oh, on Twitter? Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. What are you going to do? I said, I'll do, the, I'll do a video of myself doing The Running Man and put it on Twitter. And I said, What's The Running Man? What do you mean? It's uh, the dance move in the 90s, The Running Man. I'll send you a video of it. Not me doing it. I'll just send a video of it. Oh, I thought you, well, I thought you were going to do it. No, yeah, no, I will. That's what but he's asking. Nobody wants to see a video of somebody else doing it. No, right. He wants, yeah, no, no. He wants to see a video of me doing it. And I said, I'll do it if they make the playoffs. And then Chris is going to say, the hell are you putting on Twitter? <laughs> so are you, are you saying that now? You're putting that in, uh, yes. writing that in stuff? Yes, in blood. You're going you're gonna to do it? Yes. Okay. Hand to God. Ooh, now I can't. Now I have to do it, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. That, yeah, I'm in, dude. Absolutely. Joey Z at Molten Center 81. Has the Big Pen Company reached out to Chris yet for a sponsorship of all his amazing <laughs> film reviews? Hashtag Buffoon Crew. Uh, they should have. Uh, no, Joey. I don't know what the hell's going on. Maybe if you know somebody, write a letter. No, they haven't reached out to me yet. I mean, you guys should all start adding, you know, tweeting at Bic. Like, guys, pay attention here. So, uh, what's up, Jenna? Nothing, but, yeah. uh, you know, over, over 26,000 followers, and they're looking at Bix, and Bix sales are probably going up, <laughs> and I'm not getting my cut. I, I agree. Like, no. <laughs> Completely agree. Too funny. Um, I'm, not, I'm not changing the pick, too. I don't care about these stupid fancy things they have now, you know, the oh. circles and this and that. No, people love the pick. I'm sticking with the pick. Absolutely, man. Old school, baby. Carrie Feliciano. What's up, gentlemen? Love the show. Uh, hoping this can be a first-time read on the podcast. Well, there you go, Carrie. It is. Flashback to 2018. Let's pretend Gettleman hired Joe Judge, and they had the same record in draft results. Are we hearing a different narrative about the talent on this team prior to 2020? Not a bad question. A good question. Yeah. Um, yeah. You should ask more questions, Carrie, then I'll start reading them. Yeah. You know, I... To, to, it's not like Gettleman, and I think, I'm guessing here, it's an educated guess, I would think. I don't think Gettleman just makes these picks without consulting the coaches, right? Like, that's fair yeah. to say. Yeah. So, you don't want to blame Shermer for some of this roster, but, you know, the reality is Joe Judge takes his team over, and he's like, all right, who do I have here? 
I don't. I think the narrative would be would be. I th- first off, I think that some of the picks would have been different, so it's hard to answer that question. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to answer that question, Chris. It's a good question, but I just don't know how to answer it. Yeah, because you don't know what the picks would have been if Judge was there. Right. You know, Judge has an influence uh, on the picks. It's not just you know Gettleman has the final say, but it's not like Gettleman goes in draft night and uh, I mean when they break down the draft and they put their boards up. It's not like, hey Joe, all right, you could you could go away with your wife. I'll take care of this. No, it's not like that at all. You know? <laughs> go away with your wife. You know, I got the draft. You could go ahead, get ahead, get ahead the bombers for a couple of weeks. I got this. No, that's not the way it works. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. So nice. So and Judge is, you know. Obviously, you know, he was involved this year's draft and, and um, you know, he's going to be heavily involved in next year's draft, you know. Yeah. With Gettleman, by the way, the way it's looking, so. Which, yeah, yeah I agree with you there. I agree with that. You, I you know put that tweet out earlier, that. dude. I, I, I hear you. Yep. I know people don't want to hear that, but it's going to be with Gettleman. And the hard know? thing about that is everybody says, what's the record have to be? And it's that's why it's so hard to answer, right? Because mm. if they go 5-11, and 6-10, and 10 and, and don't win the division, say – but because of the progress they've shown, I, I yep. agree with you. I think Gettleman comes back. So. Yep. And, it, and, and Jerry, if Jones continues to play the way he's playing right. and, and continues to improve and get better and progress and all that. Yeah, you're right. Um, he deserves to come back, Gettleman. I, I, look, he knocked it out of the park this year with free agents. Right. Knocked it out of the park. Now, has he knocked it out of the park with his three drafts? Nope. Yeah. I haven't liked his three drafts at all. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, they've been okay. Right. But if Jones continues to improve mm-hmm. and he, you say, okay, this is our guy, he drafted him. Yeah, okay. You're right. And if free agents wise, too, come on. Oh, I mean, this, year, this year's crop has been awesome. In the park, gentlemen. Home run this year. Even oh. his little signings have been unbelievable. Gano. Right. They right. just signed him to a three year extension. <laughs> he beat Philly. Here's your extension. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, you know, the Blake Martinez's, the Bradbury's, and, you know, these guys, you know? Yeah. And, and Jerry, how do, you, how do you like the way Leonard Williams has played this year? He's been incredible. He's been, and, I've, and, and I was even, even going to go a, a lower level guy, like Cam Fleming's getting better. I know Cam Fleming is a punching bag and everybody wants Matt Pert. I get it. But even Cam Fleming's playing better of late. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I've been saying it all year that Fleming had, you know, people were destroying Fleming like he was a revolving door. I mean, which wasn't true. At times, he's had bad moments, but it wasn't like he's been horrific over there. Right. Like Thomas was really bad at one time over there. I love right. that. Right. You know. Yes. But the point being is that you know Gettleman has made a ton of good moves, and now, hey, when this Kim McKinney starts getting his sea legs here, and he starts getting in NFL shape, and these last six games. Which will hopefully be 16, hopefully play Sunday, you know? Yes. And if this kid is flying around the field and he's doing this and that, which I expect, I'm telling you folks, get ready. You might not see the first two games because he's been out for so long. Yeah. But by by that, um, what do we play, Jerry, after we play uh, Seattle? I think then Arizona. And Arizona, Cleveland. then Cleveland, yeah. Well, by that Arizona, if he plays Sunday, folks, by that Arizona game or that Cleveland game, get ready. Yeah. You're going to see a guy flying around the field, around that ball. Can't wait. Okay? Cannot wait. Uh, uh, so, you know, just – and that will be like another one at Gettleman. You know, uh, you know, he went up and, and took him in the second round. But, look, Gettleman's drafts have been mediocre, right? His yep. trades – I you know, I wrote a whole damn article about it – have been mediocre. 
His free agency this year has been unbelievable. And if Jones turns out to be the real deal and he continues this progress, he drafted the franchise quarterback. He's coming back. I, I agree with you. 100%. And he deserves to come yep. back. Yep. Okay? Yep. I'm sorry. I know people don't want to hear that, but he's going to, he, let's put it, he deserves another year. Yeah. So that's where we're at, dude. I know, I, that's, I, I talk reality. I, you know, you could throw shots at me, Chris, stop, get off the, you know, get off the crack. You come on, you don't deserve it. Okay, whatever. I'm just telling you the way it is. Yep. Uh, we'll go a few more. Frank Seato is Leonard Williams and Logan Ryan must resign, guys. He says yes to both. Hashtag buffoon crew, hashtag not a relative. Um, I tell you what, I would label Leonard Williams a must sign over Logan Ryan for sure. Yeah. You know, I like to have both back, you know, um, I like that Leonard, Leonard Williams, Dalvin Tomlinson and Logan Ryan, but I don't think we it's going to see money wise now. Yeah. We have to see, you know, Lenny, Lenny's going to ask for big money and it might be out of the budget, you yeah. know, yeah. but I like to see him back, man. You know, um, uh, just not at 16 million, 17 million a year. I'm sorry, Jerry, you know, not at that money, but, um, Lisa, we answered your question. Jerry, but... quick question. Yes, go ahead. They can't work it out with Lenny. Do you franchise him again? Yes. After the year you had? Yes, absolutely. Interesting. Sure. Yeah. Deserves it. I mean, let it, me actually. It's... Yes. He made sixteen million this year, right, Jerry? Mm -hmm. You like the year he's had, right? Leads the team in sacks. He's worth quarterback it. Quarterback hits, pressures the whole thing, right? Yes. Let me ask you this: Do you give a Do you give a crap? He's making sixteen million right now. No, I do not. Right? It's, it's not. It's, it's not my money. money. Right? It's not my money. <laughs> Funny the way at first it was like, hey, this guy isn't a sixteen million dollar year player, right? Right. Uh, when he got the tag, but like the same old story. When a guy really plays well, it's like, oh, okay, who cares? <laughs> yeah, I could, I could care. I couldn't care less how much he makes. Make make twenty five million for all I care, Leonard. Doesn't matter to me, buddy. Go get yours. But he's played really well, dude. He, he really has, Jerry. What this guy does for this team, I'm telling you, man. You watch every play, and he does so much for this now. You know, now listen, he's not Aaron Donald money and all that. I, we all know that. Right. But he does a ton for this team, man. A ton. He's not Aaron Donald, but here's a question for you, because I think that next level down, is he Fletcher Cox? Well, no. Okay. No. Fletcher Cox is, is a better football player than Leonard Williams. Okay. Right. Maybe. No, nah, no. Nah, listen, Fletcher's getting up there now. Yeah. You know? Right. And now Lenny's kind of like, you know, or in that category. But no, prime-wise, no. No, no way. Okay. Uh, Lisa, um, Lisa asked about Gettleman. We answered that, but what just wants us to know that, uh, Joe judge is the best coach in the NFC East. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Oscar Nieves, what is your opinion on people <laughs> decorating for Christmas before Thanksgiving? Well, I, Oscar, all bets are off when there's COVID and quarantine. I think people are looking for stuff to do. So everyone's rushing. I can't judge anybody, but normally the day after Thanksgiving is when people usually start bringing up the Christmas gear. That's what I think. I know I will be. Right. So, yeah. Here you go. John Ileggio. Nice question here. Because you guys are the most trusted source of Giants info, any truth to all these articles about Garrett getting canned? Wouldn't that just stunt DJ's growth? Three new coordinators in three years. I'll just listen while I eat my turkey. Happy Thanksgiving, fellas. Hashtag the phone crew. Happy Thanksgiving, John. Well... A guy who put that on Twitter, put that out there, is <laughs> is a 200, maybe 3 out of 10 hit ratio with his tweets. And that's Jason Locken for. Mm. All right, so, he is terrible, isn't he? Right. I mm. mean, you know, me, I was talking with somebody in the Giants. 
<laughs> in the Giants building this week. And we kind of laughed at his hit ratio. Yeah. And the guy I was talking to said, hey, he's maybe three out of ten. I said, no. I said, no, actually, that's a that's a 300 hitter. I said, he's more a two out of ten. Yeah, right. Below average hitter. And the guy laughed and said, you know what, Chris, you're right. Yeah. So don't take that. I mean, if Adam Schefter or, or Rack came up with that, I'd be like, uh-oh, something's going on, you know? Right. But I, I have not heard that. People I have talked to uh, were like, nah, I did not hear that. That would be a surprise. Yeah, and another, another guy who just throws shit against the wall and sees what sticks, sorry, guys, is Mike Silver. I think you're in Cal- is that? He covers He covers the 49ers in Oakland. Like, he covers those guys out there. I know he covers the 49ers. Oh. He had a, a, a nine-part tweet, and it's like, dude, like, no, you're, you're not, like you said, you're not Schefter or, or, or La Comfort, like, not La Comfort, uh, uh, Rappaport. You're not in the building. Like the, like, the New York media would know this. Like, why are you just spouting crap from the West Coast? I never understood that. And that nine-part tweet was a, that was a joke. What was it? What was the subject? Oh, that, that was about Joe Judge and he's losing guy. It was long. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. come on. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, that's just, you know, it's just so irresponsible. Yeah, there's enough know. crap going on. Like, I got to I got to open yeah. Twitter to that. Like, uh, thanks. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Great job. He probably there. talked. He probably talked to Colombo and Colombo says, oh, yeah, trust me. Everybody hates him. Everybody wants to walk <laughs> right, out. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so. Or Corey Coleman again, who just got cut. So, somebody who's not on the team anymore. Oh, my God. Or, uh, or the receiver that ran the rubber out the wrong way. Um <laughs> Yeah, well, oh, right. Yeah, that's right. What the hell was his name? The guy was it? Cut him the following week. Was it? Oh, uh, uh, not not bored. No, no. The other no, guy. The other guy. Uh, I mix him up all the time. Short term memory. I, I there it is. up the safety, Adrian Colbert, and him. Yeah. I'm shot. I'm sorry. But you know what I'm talking about. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, I'll remember. Rat- Rat- Ratley. Yeah, Ratley. ask me. I was gonna say, ask me next year. Ratley. <laughs> that I'll remember. Yeah, Ratley. So you know, probably ask them after he got cut after running a wrong rub route. You know. Yeah. Uh, all right, two more. Um. No, ask her that one. Uh, now a lot of Jason Garrett questions. I'm trying to, I'm trying, I hit some likes that I, there we go. No question, just thanks for the magnet, keeping us informed and entertained. You got it, Richard Mullen. Um, here we go, Cody at Cody Stroop. If Solder came back, where would he fit on the line um, and on the depth chart? Hashtag buffoon crew, hashtag <laughs> big trust. Just curious. Uh, well, I don't know what they're going to do with him, man. Uh, and like you pointed out the last podcast, Jerry, his contract, yeah. you know, runs into next year now. I mean, you know, because of the COVID. You yeah, know? yeah. So uh, I had no idea they were going to do it. As far as depth chart, no. I mean, he's not going to play ahead of Andrew Thomas now. No. Andrew's second year in the league. Mm. Uh, he's not – I mean, uh, all you could think of is maybe right tackle if Fleming you know, isn't here. Or, uh, but I think they're really, really gearing towards Perth. They really like Perth a lot. I don't know what's going to happen with Sol. I couldn't tell you, man. Tom Lapp, happy Thanksgiving. You too, buddy. Septic TV. Yeah, dude. Uh, Chris wrote an article on that. The the um, the Gettleman trades. I I'll, I actually took a screenshot of it, so I will reply with it. Um, he asked about the Eli Apple and Harrison trades and how they've worked out. So Chris went through that. That's why you have to subscribe, guys, if you want to support it. Subscribe to the newspaper, guys. Um, one more. Uh, here, <laughs> here we go. It's a fun question. Rupert. Pupkin, thanks for the magnet. You got it. Assuming Coach Googs is here next year. Chris, are you nervous for him hocking some dip spit your way in a post-game presser? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> uh, let's oh, one more. This is a good one. One more. Jarrell. Well, as long as as long as Googs doesn't mind, <clears throat> a put up his ass. There you go. Fun. Nice, Chris. That way. That's yeah. So I gotta be careful. Uh, one more. Jarrell Simmons. Hey guys, do you think DeAndre Baker would have panned out in Joe Judge's culture? Do you think we would see a sharp first round talent, or was just DeAndre just a bad? Just bad scout in terms of attitude. Which just a bad scout in terms of attitude. Love the show from Ireland. You got it, Jarrell. Hashtag buffoon crew. You think he would have worked out? I'm just curious. What do you think? Look, I think he would have. If he didn't, if he didn't yeah. want to adhere to what Judge was doing in the building, and then it would be a big problem. I agree. Yep. Uh, look, I I always said I thought Shermer you know, ran a little bit of a lax yeah. locker room. Sure. Uh, you know, let's put it this way. I'm not in a locker room this year, obviously, because of COVID, right? Right. We all miss out on that. But I guarantee you, when I get back in a locker room next year, um, hopefully, God willing, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I get back in a locker room next year, there's not going to be a ping pong table. There's <laughs> not going to be basketball hoops, you know, and right. all that. I mean, and you look, <laughs> I didn't like it from the get go, man. I, you know, but I guarantee you that stuff is not going to be in a locker room. So I, I know as far as Baker, you know, he would have to adhere really quick, man. Or he yeah. would have been, had a lot of problems, you know, so, you know, cause, because his falling asleep, I could tell you this right now. And, and I know this for a fact that we <laughs> talked about it last year, you know, he fell asleep a few times at meetings Yeah. as a rookie. Yeah. And I had a veteran tell me that, you know, unbelievable. Um, he probably judge probably would have hit him over the head with a chair. <laughs> so, if he did try to pull that right off the bat, that yeah. would have been corrected by Judge, you know, where as opposed to Sherman, where he's playing 60 snaps the next game, you know. Nice. So. Good stuff, buddy. Nice job. Uh, good talking to you after a week doing this. Um, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, uh, that's that's it, man. Everybody enjoy their holiday and, um, you know, enjoy the weekend eating and, uh, and hopefully the Giants eat. Uh, feast on the Bengals a little bit. There you go. Nice. All right, everybody. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. And download The Giant Insider app from the App Store. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We got meaningful football, baby. And remember, Sundays are Giant Days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.